Six writers of Scary Movie. I've had it with these snakes on this damn plane. I heard you. Now, can you please go get some raid or a knife or something? Discover what it takes. I'm so hot. To survive an epic movie. You're the future kings and queens of Narnia. Oh, my God. It's Talking Beaver. Beware of the wizards. My name is Harry Potter. Aren't you a little old to still be a student here? Nonsense. I am at 14. <laughs> Look, a chocolate river. That's actually the sewer line. Hit it off with the mutants. We'll stand behind you. And kick it. Welcome to my farm crib. In Narnia. Say what's up to the honeys. Yo, Didi. Take that, take that, take that, take that. January. We are the pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, the pirates of the Caribbean. Epic movie. My son, you are truly invincible. Right, so I just want to start off by saying that uh, when we decided to get back together and start doing this again, I, I didn't know what movie was going to be next for us. Just, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome to another episode of It Came From The Bottom. Once again, brought to you by Head Games Entertainment, your ultimate source for digital series, podcasts, and more. Once again, I am Jack. I'm Zip. I'm Adina. Hey, guys, we're back. Yay! Yay! Season two, bitches. <laughs> okay, so yeah, it's been a while. It's been a hot minute. We 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 mm-hmm. uh, we took a little bit of time off. Uh, so to I guess to address the elephant in the room first, uh, Zip, just want to let everybody know why we took a break. Uh, uh, no, you take it, Jack. Let's <laughs> fuck with you. Okay, so <laughs> we so we we decided to take a little bit of time off. We didn't really make a big announcement. Sorry, that's my be. Um, just uh, we kind of want to take a little bit of a break because the algorithm change and schedules, it was just kind of thrown into the mix, pardon the pun, all at once. <laughs> and um, 
And yeah, so we decided to take a little bit of a break. We're coming back to you a year later. Awesome. We're glad to be back. Talking Yay. about Yay. And and also make a couple changes. So uh I guess to start with a few. Um <laughs> gonna be changing up things a little bit, not necessarily all right out the gate here, but you know, throughout this season you might be seeing a couple new things added, some things maybe taken away, we'll see. For example, you know, we've decided to strike out drinking game from our footnotes list, but we have something fun we're throwing at you this time that you'll maybe like even better. We'll see. We'll see. Of course, you know, your feedback's important to us. If you like what we're throwing at you, tell us. If not, just be quiet. Yeah, shut up, you fucking <laughs> trolls. <laughs> um, and yeah. So yeah, so to also circling back to the algorithm change, because again, that's kind of what threw us off. For those of you who are new to the show, we started reviewing the IMDb bottom 100 list. And just before our halfway mark, IMDb changed the algorithm so that they, they basically raised the amount of minimum votes required to, for it to make an entry into the list. Right. Which means that a lot more mainstream movies, a lot of which we'd already covered, were moved up higher and a lot of them were just completely knocked off altogether. Like mm-hmm. the MST3K movies were completely taken off. Yep. Right. And again, we had movies that we covered long before that were now ahead of us in line. It was just, it was just kind of making a mess. And you know, I don't I don't want to watch those movies again. No. And, and for your listening pleasure, there are worse movies that we can be covering. So yes. Oh. We talked about it. And so what we're going to be doing is we're going to be we have an archived list of the list just before it got taken down. Thanks, Internet. And we're going to be going off of that. So if that makes sense, yay. If not, <coughs> so. <laughs> that being said. <laughs> this well week. Played, oh, Clarks. my God. I missed you guys so much. <laughs> this week, we're coming back to you with Epic Movie from 2007, I think it was. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. So, again, we were like, hey, let's let's do this again, guys. Let's get back together. Let's get let's get the band back together. And, and our first movie just happened to be from the same people who have brought us Date Movie and Meet the Spartans. And am I missing any ones that we've covered so far? Those are the only ones we've covered so far. Okay. I and can't, then there will be another oh, one. Vampires suck. I, wait, no, sorry. Breaking Wind, was that on there too? They may oh, have been yeah, the same we, people. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know if they made that. I don't that. think they made it. But, but same yeah. difference. Yeah, so another one of those shitty parody movies that came out that they're all about pop culture and hey, who's popular this time? What who are you wearing? Blah, blah. Whatever. Uh, so that being said, Adina, had, Zip, had, had you had you guys seen this movie before? <laughs> no. Um, when uh, when we were talking about it, and I knew this was the movie we had to do, I actually had it mixed up in my head with disaster movie. Oof. And that's what I thought we were watching. And then Please five tell me you didn't minutes. Please watch Disaster Movie by mistake. <laughs> no, I had actually already seen it. Oh, God. Okay. Because I knew we were going to have to watch it at some point. I knew it was on the list. And yeah. so I had already watched it because it was on one of the movie channels one day. That's so method. And, oh, God. And I've actually seen it again since. Why? I don't Are know. you okay? I honestly don't know. <laughs> I, did, I didn't do it out of enjoyment. Do we need to talk to Amber? <laughs> um, but <laughs> She is a nurse. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll be talking to her at some point, I'm yes. sure, um, but not about this. Just a few minutes into this, I realized it's not Disaster Movie. This is a different one, which I had seen the beginning of, and then at some point I must have changed the channel because I didn't remember anything after that. Uh, I had only seen just a few minutes of it. I'd seen this movie. It was dvr around the time it came out. I can't remember why I did I I don't know if I did it, if my... Brother did it. I don't know, but um, yeah, I've, I've I've seen it. I didn't need this reminder, but I, 
Yeah, well, anyway, fuck it. Uh, Zip, do you have the IMDb description? Yeah, there are lots of descriptions Leo, that were entered on IMDb, and I don't know why. Please tell me there's Leo Schwab in there somewhere. <laughs> that I was looking through, and he's not. He did not put one uh, on Leo here. Schwab, if you're listening, call us. Seriously. But here we go. Uh, this is a pretty much succinct uh, description. When Edward, Peter, Lucy, and Susan each follow their own path, they end up finding themselves at Willie's Chocolate Factory. Walking through a wardrobe, they discover the world of Narnia, which is ruled by the white bitch. Meeting up with characters such as Harry Potter, Captain Jack Swallows, the newly reunited, reunited family must team up with Aslo, a wise but horny lion, to stop the army of the white bitch. I mean, accurate, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's, if that's what happens. If you're going to say anything about these piece of shit movies, at least they're accurate in their IMDb descriptions. It's true. <laughs> Yeah, let's uh, let's just plunge right in. I guess we start the movie off with opening text. With I don't think this is a famous actor. I, I didn't recognize the voice. I didn't bother looking it up because I didn't give a shit. Oh, it's, oh yeah, uh, no, Roscoe it's Lee Roscoe Brown. Lee Brown. Yeah, oh, fuck me. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, he's great. one of the. He did Babe and uh, Babe Pig in the City, and he's huge. I'm so and glad he, he died. Shortly after this, I think. Uh, I, think I think this so. was one of his last things. That's a that's sad. At least part. he yeah. was just reading in a studio, and that's all he had. To yeah, that's yeah. all he had to do. Yeah, with. Roscoe Lee Brown, folks. I hope he was on paid epic well. movie. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, opening text basically saying four orphans are prophesied. Blah blah. You know, it's it's whatever. It's <laughs> I didn't write it down. I didn't care. Black background, golden letters, and then when it fades out. He, he says, like, you know, it truly was an epic movie or something. Something like that. And then it fades out, except for the letters that come together throughout the opening scroll that spell out epic movie. But that's kind of dumb when you think about it, because the word epic is already in the text, but that part disappears. But they pull the letters from the rest of the... F it's just... Fuck, fuck. Enter our, our first character, Lucy, played by Jamma Mays, on the set of... The Da Vinci Code, because again, this came out in 2007. So this is our first movie reference. Yeah, <laughs> first and book. <laughs> first of May, yeah. don't yeah, don't keep count people. Yeah, woo, yeah, because they're they're saying like the curator, her mentor was killed or something, which is really weird because she's walking through the museum and she stumbles across him, and it says that the curator was murdered. But then she finds him, and he's not murdered. He's, he's alive. He's still alive. And he breakdances. And he's played by... <sighs> <laughs> David Carradine. He's played by David Carradine, which yeah, it's kind of funny, because it's still a less embarrassing death than the one he actually got. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. Don't, no. Don't look it up. Yeah, no. so he he's like splayed out, like completely naked. Uh, it's like a star on the yeah. floor, like the same way in the in, in the Da Vinci mm -hmm. Code. You've yeah. seen it, and and he's still alive. So he's like, you gotta solve the clues on the whatever the fuck. Like, and, and she's like, what? What? What's the what's the secret? What's the secret code? And he break dances the letters of it, and she guesses it. All the while, this albino is running at her. Well, not running, the walking. Monk. Yeah, yeah, the albino monk, played by someone I don't know who it was. Um. I didn't look that up. With like, what does he have, like nunchucks or something? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like you would. He's walking towards her and like David Carradine's doing the breakdancing thing. And she finally gets it. The code is Da Vinci. And then what? she like goes over to the Mona Lisa and shines a black light on it. And it says like something about like how lame is Tom the hair Hanks of. Hair. Yeah. Yeah. And it cuts to a painting of Tom Hanks and his new haircut, which was, again, th this is 2007, folks. 
that tells her somehow to use a vending machine that's nearby for the to hit a certain number that releases a chocolate bar that's in the vending machine and then she opens the chocolate bar and inside is a golden ticket and it says like you've you signed on for a wonderful adventure an epic adventure an epic excuse me yes an epic adventure come to this place at this time and and, and yeah oh yeah and right as she gets it like the albino like catches up to her he crashes into the vending machine just as she ducks to get it and then she stands back up and hasn't even noticed it, like she doesn't even react to the fact there's shattered glass around her right. a dude just like went into the vending machine behind her it's like uh yeah her shoe breaks yeah. Yeah. So she bends down. I know yeah. who played the albino monk. Who was it? I'm not going to tell you till the very end. Ooh. Am I going to need to drink in this podcast? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Don't you usually? Uh, so we meet Edward. Sidebar. The four orphans are named after the four leads in Narnia. Correct. And Except for Edward. That's not his name in in the real. It's Edmund. Yeah. So. so is that like a rights thing, or do they just fuck it up? Do you think? I have no idea. Oh, I think it's a rights thing because they they make that abundantly clear later on. They do, but like, is it the same? all of the names from Narnia? Unless it's so common that you can't say no, you stole that from Narnia. I guess. Yeah. They changed it just enough so that they couldn't be sued. And I guess Calpin doesn't look much like an Edmund. No. Calpin plays Edward. Yes. And he's at this orphanage in I guess Mexico. And again, this came out in 2007, so it's not your Libre. Okay, can we can we back up just for a second? Please, yeah. These are orphans. Yeah. Why are they all in their 20s? Well, not all of them. There's the one that tackles them later on. No, we're t- the main, the, the main four main four orphans. Characters, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. They say that they're orphans. They're all in their fucking 20s. And it never gets explained. Well, do, do you really want to see like a bunch of child actors fucking Fred Willard? Maybe. Maybe. All right, that's been it <laughs> for this episode of It Came From The Bottom. Once again, brought to you by Head Games Entertainment. <laughs> It might have made it better. I don't know her. <laughs> I don't mean that. But seriously, so it's never explained why they're all in their 20s. So just there. Just that, put, I'm putting that out there. I think it's part of the joke, but like it's just... It's not like, funny. Like, yeah, it's, it's not. not. A joke. It isn't. It isn't. That implies there are jokes in this movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, so yes, yeah, so then we get into Nacho Libre, at least, our second... At least our, the Wet Hot American Summer TV show knew how to do that joke. Right. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. But so this is our third movie of reference now. Yeah. Because we've third. got Da Vinci Code, Willy Wonka, and then Nacho we, Libre. We had a K-Fed reference earlier, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, so it's a Nacho Libre reference because he's at, he's at this orphanage. And this is really weird because Nacho Libre, like, it's a Jack Black impersonator. He shows up, and he's like, why don't you want to eat this food? Then stands up, and he, he rips off his monk's robe, and he says, Nacho the entire reference itself, first of all, is just like something they pick up from the trailer. Like all these references are just things you see from the. Like I don't, th- I genuinely don't think the screenwriters have seen the movies that these are parodying. Probably not. But I will say this much: the guy impersonating Jack Black was dead on. Yeah. Oh yes. It was the, the impersonators, a really good. The impersonators are really good in this movie. He just says Nacho, and then this is this is where it just gets dumb. Like they just gave up. I mean, it gets dumb. Well, like Edmund responds to him saying that he's going to be a wrestler and then Nacho chastises him and then calls him a child. Yeah, Edward says, I want to be a wrestler. I'm going to get out of here. And then Nacho, he's in the luchador thing, says, you think you're better than us because you want to be a wrestler? And then he calls a kid over to kick his ass and the kid, an actual child, puts on like a luchador mask. Who, by the way, is the actor that plays Manny on Modern Family? That is correct. That was him. Yep. That's yes. where I've seen him before. Yes, yeah. yes, yes you're right. Saw him before. So it's like and he was really good. 
But like, why would you say like I want to be a wrestler if you're not going to follow up with that? Because that that arc goes nowhere with the character either. Right. Yeah, it's never it's brought dumb. up again. Yeah. Why do not you just say like I want to be a, a dentist or something? I don't know. Like anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So then he leaves. Yeah. Yeah. So like. He, <laughs> I mean, he, yeah. He has. He, he, yeah. He has this fight. The kid with throws Manny. him down the table. He breaks a bone. You see, like it's sticking out of his arm. This is the unrated version, by the way. The TV. The, excuse me. The PG fourteen version that we watched. While he's like sliding down the table, he grabs someone's chocolate bar that a monk is eating, and it has a golden ticket in it. And then, this was weird, guys. Like, cause he 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 flies out the window. And it's a really bad backdrop. Did you like? Do you see how like how weird that blue sky was? It's yeah. clearly like a drop. Oh yeah. But that cuts into our next scene where we meet Susan, our next orphan, who's on a plane to meet her parents who are adopting her, Brangelina, again, two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. And again, Susan is in her twenties. And because it's two thousand seven and we're on a plane, that means we got to have fucking snakes on. And the Samuel plane. L. Jackson. God, this was now. This awful. was this a scene, bad impersonation. Oh my god, it was bad and it was a bad so, performance. Oh, and they're like the nacho, the the screaming of the nacho and all that, and then this scene. There are just scenes that are so fucking long. Yeah, that needed to be edited. This was and this was so unnecessarily long. Going back, like this was like one of the few impersonators that I did not like in this movie for yeah. sure. No, this he was shit no, impersonation. Terrible. But yeah, because all he does is just say the line from Snakes on a Plane the over and over line. and over again. But he just says it over and over again because the people on the internet like it, likes it when he says it. That's that's it, the only justification given for and him not saying it. Single like one eight of them is times. like, and, and it's weird because she says, "You know, why are you yelling?" He didn't yell a single <laughs> one of those yelling. lines. He's just he's talking the volume that I am right now. He do, he does not look like Samuel L. Jackson. He does not sound like Samuel L. Jackson, and he does not give a line delivery like Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Fail. Also, when, when you have the shot of the passengers reacting to the snakes attacking them, I'm pretty sure that the directors are in one of the seats and they're actually swiping at snakes that aren't even there. Probably. Because oh, yeah. uh, I, I recognize I th- one of them. He's got like a fuck-ass face. <laughs> uh, so Sam Jackson, for some reason, throws Susan out of the plane, which, again, unprompted, but we need to get the story going. So she flies out of the plane and then lands on a Paris Hilton impersonator who just walks out of a store and says... Hot, <laughs> and then lands on her. That's the joke because yeah. Paris Hilton, which is the same joke from the end of Meet the Spartans. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's the same exact joke. I knew we've seen that joke in one of these other yeah. movies. Yes. And then, for some reason, Paris Hilton has a chocolate bar in her purse, which I didn't find very realistic either. No. Um, and and that chocolate bar just happens to have the golden our third ticket. ticket. So yeah. then we meet our fourth, our fourth one, who we've we've seen before in a couple movies. Yeah, our second lead from Date Movie. Yep. Right. He's playing Peter, and it's an X-Men parody. Oh, my God. No effort was put into the fucking extras, because this is supposed to, supposed to take place at like a parody of the Charles Xavier School for the right. Gifted. And mm-hmm. except for the principals in this scene, like all the other people are just dressed like normal high school students. You will have like makeup on a single extra in the background. It's like, ridiculous. Guys, come on. Right. Like even the girl standing next to the the mystique character is just like she just it's just a regular yeah. yeah because it's a parody movie and they can get her they got Carmen Electra playing mystique and it's Again. just a scene uh, Carmen Electra is in all of their she's movies in all of them. and it's just her like doing like the sexy strip tease sort of thing except this time she's mystique in the skin tight outfit and all that shit because right. again PG fourteen we gotta get those those teenage boys to come see this movie boobies yeah. basically yeah and 
Peter is attracted to her, and so he goes to hit on her, but then the jocks enter, and it's like it's, it's Storm, Rogue, Magneto, Cyclops. And no, Magneto's no, the... He, yeah, he's the teacher. He's oh, one right. of the teachers. Oh, and yeah. Wolverine. Cyclops and Wolverine. Wolverine and then, is the leader of the pack. Yeah. yeah. I, I will say that the guy they got to play Cyclops actually looks a lot like James Marsden does in the X-Men movies. So he does. I, yeah, he kind of yeah, 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 did. They yeah. did a pretty good job. They did. They and did. the Storm looked... Well, uh, Storm looked, 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 looked like similar Berry. to Halle yeah. Berry. She was much taller. Yes. But did look like so did, Halle Berry. Yeah. yeah. And Rogue looked like Rogue. Yeah. yeah. You, know. you gotta give him props. Yeah. And then and then Wolverine is like the head jock and like he's like, What are you doing messing with my girl? And then and then he he does the he steals a fucking joke from the first X-Men movie. Cause mm-hmm. he like he flips him off like with his claws. Because that's what he does in the first X Men. Right. But right. It, it's so fucking cheap that couldn't even CGI the claws in it. But and instead out. of just doing the one claw that comes out to represent flipping him off, the three claws come out and then he folds the, <laughs> the outside tube back, which is not what Wolverine does that's ever. That's not where his claws come out. That's not how his claws work. That's not how any of this works. His claws don't have joints. No. <laughs> so, Speaking of like offensive like nerd shit, Peter starts to like disrobe, and then Storm like looks back. She's like, "Oh no, he's about to use his mutant powers." Is like, "Is this is like foresight part of your powers now, Aurora?" All right, cool. Well, he's going. Uh, she says something like, "He's going to unleash his wings," so you think maybe he's an angel, right? Yeah, that, that's like yeah. character, and he does, but they are chicken, chicken wings. wings. But that, but beyond that, like even if they were angel wings, like what's the tactical advantage of him even doing this inside of a school hallway? Right. No, like right. there's there's what no point to it. What was he gonna do? Oh my god, he might flap at us. Like, <laughs> and you know what? Well, I don't... but that's the thing. But we find out it isn't a power. He's he's just a chicken. Right. Yeah. And so it's anytime he gets upset or scared, he pops out his chicken wings and runs away. But balking. what was the deal with the wings though? Because like he turns around and like you see like this like black and yellow yeah. like shit in the back of it. Like what was that supposed to be? I don't like. Uh, I have no idea. I don't know. like. They it, were super shitty. I was like, well, yeah, they were, but like it's like. Like it didn't seem like they were trying to hide that at all. Right. Like if it was a cheap costume, fine. But like you think they like would cover it with some more white feathers? I don't know. I mean, like something. But yeah, his his mutant power is that he he's a coward. He's a chicken. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. And then we see the Magneto guy come. He's a teacher, and like he just knocks him out. I thought you his know? hat was funny. Yeah. Well, it calls him a pussy. <laughs> yeah. I actually did like the hat. I like the I did hat. like the magnet man hat. Yeah, yeah there was a magnet yeah, on yeah. Magneto's helmet. Yeah. yeah. And so like yeah, that. he he calls him a pussy and like he slams him into a locker where the locker opens and another chocolate bar falls out with the ticket that which Peter gets. Right. Then we cut to this factory where they're all meeting where the ticket told him to go. But before we get into that, so I looked at the ticket. Did it did you guys actually like read the ticket? Some way, yeah. So there's a street name, but there's no city. There's no zip code. It's just like house number, street name. Oh, and yet they okay. all so, show up at the same fucking place. Right. Again, like that's the, like that's the easiest they, thing not to fuck up. Like they read the script. Like, <laughs> like, they're intentionally like making like plot holes in their own movie. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so yeah, well, but I mean, you know, we never saw what the actual golden tickets said in the other movies. Sure, so. but like they had, and every, everybody just knew where Willy Wonka's factory was. That's it true. was never in, brought up as a question. Right. Everybody just the, automatically the date, knew where Willy Wonka's yeah. factory the was. The date was on there. Yeah, but, but. It, Willy Wonka, like you established that they all know of the Wonka company. Right. And whereas they don't right. establish this, that, like, you know. Right. right. But 
let's consider uh, the yeah. source. They don't establish yeah. anything. In yeah, right. They just established fuck the movie. Zip, I want you to take this part because um, knowing your uh, affinity for, well, at least the original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, we get a parody of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory here. Yeah, well, and I was expecting a lot more of a parody because, you know, that was the in the in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory when they when the kids first get there and there's the big puppet show and the musical number that goes along with it. And none of that happened no. in this movie. Because they didn't. They, they just. They, they they're saw all the four standing in front of the the door to Willy Wonka's factory. The door opens. Willy Wonka walks out dressed as the Johnny Depp version, played by played by Crispin Glover, hmm. who still could not save this movie. Right. I, who um, was a better Willy Wonka than Johnny Depp? Can it's I just true. It's better than yeah, Johnny Depp? He yes. was better than Johnny Depp. Um, yeah. I gotta say, but. When he comes out, he is walking with a cane, and he pulls the stunt from the original Willy Wonka that Gene Wilder did. He lets go of the cane, tumbles forward, jumps up, and like, yay, I'm Willy Wonka. Come to my factory. So I'm like... Yeah, I had high hopes. Mm-hmm. I really did. For this, I mean, for epic movie, for no, for Crispin Glover. For Crispin Glover, yeah, well, in parodying Johnny Depp. Yeah, right. And I think. I don't know if he just had it in his contract that he was only there for a certain amount of time, but I feel like he was completely and utterly underutilized. Oh, he was there for like a day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, which, and I was disappointed because I love me some Crispin Glover, mm. but he did, he kind of did a beautiful job with mm-hmm. what he was given. Well, right. Yeah. Is the, the shame is what he was given. Right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, but they, they spend maybe, what, five minutes total? Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. In the factory. Right. And it's that's all long. we ever see that's of it. We, we never see it again. Over. Yeah. So yeah. here's a question when they all come to the factory mm-hmm. they're all dressed in certain things yes and lucy seems to be dressed in what Vi- violet beauregard, violet beauregard, violet beauregard in yes. the johnny depp okay why the fuck is cal penn just like waldo thank you <laughs> why the fuck is he augustus dressed Clute. like waldo augustus glute oh yeah he's dressed Was like he augustus glute like yep yep you're right yeah. you're right okay because he's the one who drinks the chocolate from the chocolate river yeah i just don't remember him looking like waldo because because waldo's not a fat boy he, no it was the red and white striped shirt yes okay, thank it was you. all right because well, i've only seen the johnny depp version like once because i was so oh. horrified and that's and that's one time and more than you ever need oh to see my god you guys you know what though i did laugh at the burning of the dolls I no that, that no that was my that was the only part that i legitimately laughed out loud and it's not because of the dolls like going up in flames. Right. It's that they're all the reactions, this is the the all version, horrified the reactions right. of like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening right now? Yeah. And right. then the camera pans over and Willy Wonka has been standing beside them the whole time, just right. gleefully laughing and clapping his hand. This is this I is from the Burton movie, not the not epic movie. See, there you go. Oh, okay. Yep. Our our yeah. engineer okay. Jason, he has just pulled it up, and yes, indeed, okay. That's what Augustus all right, was wearing. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, so they're all dressed, looking like kids from the, the Johnny kids from Depp the Johnny version. Depp version. Let's, version please of, let's be yeah. clear that they are parodying the Tim Burton version because it came out in two thousand seven. And to answer your question about the whole doll thing, it's because the dolls weren't in the trailer. That's right. Real, that's uh, seriously, I do not <gasps> think they saw the movie. The song was, right. but the song not the was, dolls. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They entered the candy room. Mm-hmm. Which oh God it looks like shit in this movie. Oh my God, it's so bad. That that would arguably be like the 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 set piece, like most known for like the Willy Wonka and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Would you agree? Yes. Oh like, yeah. Absolutely. And, and like and again, I know this movie is like working on like somewhat restricted budget where they can't focus on this too long. But like, holy shit, this room looked like a just a studio it set. Mm-hmm. It was awful. They walk in immediately and they see the Chocolate River and you the know, Oompa Loompas. Yeah, and they're working. And, and I have to give them props for this. At least the Oompa Loompas looked different. 
because I hated that they were all the same in uh, the yeah. Johnny Depp it, version. Yeah, it wasn't the CG version that. of and Deep so, Boy over and over right. again. Right, and I love oh, that yeah. actor, okay? But mm-hmm. at least all the Oompa Loompas were different. Yeah. Well, if nothing else, like these guys for these parody movies are going to get as many little people as they can in their, in their, right. in their oh, movies. Yeah. If you're going to give them any credit. Right. Well, they always true. have Tony Cox as well because yeah, he shows true. up later because he's in Disaster Movie too. Right. Just, mm-hmm. just wait for that one. <laughs> and, yeah, so they enter the chocolate room and they, they see the, the, the chocolate river and fucking Edward runs up to he's like whoa chocolate he starts like scooping it into his mouth then scooping more into his mouth and scooping more into his mouth and, and then like, pulls mm. out a giant chunk and was like oh chocolate and starts eating it at which point Willy Wonka finally admits no that's the sewer line as corn is hanging off of his mouth yeah all right great i get to see cow pen eat shit from a river <laughs> just what i always wanted Looking past this, the the movie that we're watching, why would they have that in a room with candy being produced? Right, but because they needed cause that easy joke. eating show. Easy joke. Easy jo- yeah, that and that's one of the the notes I wrote down. The jokes, and I'm air quoting so hard, in this movie, for all of their movies, it's the path of least resistance. Right. Yeah, they go with the most obvious joke they can think of, and do it over and over and over again. Yeah. That's the entire movie. That's yeah. all of their movies. I do have to give props to whoever was dancing as Willy Wonka. Yeah. Well, let's get to that. Let's yeah. Let's let's set that uh, up because, first. Yeah. And just like all the rest of their movies, there has to be dance numbers at some point. Right. Dance numbers, plural. Yeah. Yeah. And there's yeah. a lot of with music professional in this movie. with professional, professional. dancers right. doing the actual dance moves, dressed as the character. Right. But then even sometimes when they do close-ups, you can see it's not the actual actor. They do that. On, on purpose, purpose because yet again oh that's a funny joke look it's not the real actor well no shit it's not the real actor <laughs> yeah. as much as i love crispin glover i do not think he can beatbox or do any of this dancing no. that this character does it's you not know a break dancer. it's no no so wonka then reveals the secret ingredient which it's 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 people it's people <laughs> which was not the reference they're making so yeah. like green, green is people and, and he starts dancing while harassing and assaulting these these four orphans yeah the, the oompa loopas come and grab them and take them to different torture devices yeah and they're playing this like some hip-hop song like it's a really it's shitty delicious yeah because like he takes edward over to the nutcracker where he just like puts him on like this like table straps him down and like he hits him over in the nuts with a sledgehammer and two like nuts actually well, drop down onto this even though you see tray. like his pants or like his jeans are still sealed like there's right. no hole in them which uh, they, so they he, drop down onto chocolate bars and they get yeah. taken away they, by the Oompa Loompas they, they fucking take out uh, Lucy's kidney they remove the teeth from Peter mm-hmm. and then they fucking decapitate Susan and see, like, but like, <laughs> and then thirty seconds later, she's perfectly fine. Right, that's right. Part of, that's part of it. Like, th- this joke would like have some level of appreciation for me if they actually kept that in continuity, right? Like, maybe not the head thing. But you if know. Peter spent the rest of the movie not having teeth in it right. or yeah. certain teeth missing, or if you know, or, was like walking right. funny, right? Uh, but no, no. So Wonka locks them up in this room, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, but, and and they 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 decide to quote unquote break out, and, and Lucy. On her, wanders off on her own. And she finds this wardrobe, and again, because 2007. Again, Narnia. Yeah. So, well, I guess spelled she, with a G. Well, first she opens the wardrobe. Well, she opens the wardrobe, and a naked like girl comes five, out. Well, like five closets oh, right. worth of stuff right. falls Close. out on top of her, and it just keeps going and going. And once finally everything stops falling out, then just a random naked woman walks out and runs away. 
Which yeah. is not what happens in the theatrical release. True. So we get the naked girl. Thanks so much. But it, there, there's no context. It makes no sense. Right. There's no PG-14. reason except, hey, look, titties. Yeah. She was pretty. Yeah. So so Lucy enters uh, Narnia, spelled with a G, and, and she finds the lamp post that you know of from Narnia, and she goes up to it, and, and she licks the pole. Now, okay, so so we quick, got Christmas story. So now, yeah, yeah. So is that what that's a, so? Story. Yeah, quick, quick question. What what is the appeal to that? Is that just because of a Christmas story, or is that just a thing that? Well, I, I never understood that joke. It was a it I I it was an urban legend. Yes, it was. It's an urban legend. What's the urban legend? Um, that if you that put your well, no, no, no. That I mean, that's 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 a real thing. Right, is that if you stick your tongue to a lamp post, a no metal lamp post, it will get stuck. Yeah, right. it happens to me. Um, cold. The urban legend is that each town sort of developed their own version. Well, little Timmy Johnson or whatever stuck his tongue to that light post over there, and they had to call the the medics, and they were sent ambulances, and the fire department had to cut the pole and. Like that's that's the urban legend yeah. around this thing, but it's a Christmas story that that sort of solidified it as a thing, a, a cultural reference. So yeah. I guess my 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 point is like, what's I mean, looking past the fact that they're obviously just playing a dumb joke, like what's the motivation for people to actually do that? In, in Lucy's case, like, well, Lucy realistically, is, it, Lucy is constantly referred to as the dumb shit. Yes, she is, and she is played as such, and. She's just a very, very dumb character. And so she sees a lamppost in the middle and she looks around. Is anybody looking? And she just decides to test it. I mean, that's all that's all that ever. Anytime this scenario happens in a movie, that's why. I mean, in a Christmas story, it was because he was triple dog dared. But which you don't cross that, which you don't. You You don't No, you have to do it. Yeah. Um, but any other time it's happened, it's just been I'm just going to test it and see if it's true. Oh, God, it is true. Uh, but then they take it to the umpteenth level by having her stretch her tongue all the way out, and then she's trying to hit it, and then tries to cut it with a knife and all this stuff. Which was weird. Like, like she tries to cut it with a knife, but that doesn't work. But then she tries an axe, and that succeeds. Right. Which again, like this is one of those jokes. Like I, I would have given it some credit if they had kept her with like, a lisp. And it succeeds, and right. she does. Yeah. Afterwards, she 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 goes. Oh my tongue! Yes, and then suddenly from there on, there on out, She's her fine. voice is fine. It, well, there were times where I thought that she was doing it because like Jamie Mays has kind of like a she has a, like a natural her... lisp, yeah, yeah. And I was like, uh, it, it wasn't until I noticed it after that. I was like. All right, but then I was like, "Oh wait, no, she's no, she's, she's just, that's that they're not playing into the tongue thing at all." Yeah, yeah, easy opportunity, but no, no. no. But this no. is where she runs into the Mister Tumnus pair. Is his name Tumnus in the movie? It's, it is. is it, Thomas. Yeah, Thomas. Thomas. That, yeah, okay, that's right. It's T U M M U S. Yes. So that way, it's not, they're not saying Thomas. Yes. She, she meets him. He's a fawn with some really fucked up teeth, and and yeah. and he's like, uh, "Hey, you're a daughter of Eve. Let's go back to my place." And they go back to his place. And he's of Latin descent. Yes. Yeah. The actor. Yes. And has a very, very prominent accent. accent. Yes. Right. Why? I mean, there was a lot of diversity. I appreciate that. I mean, that. It, it leads to diversity, yes. But, but I don't have no it, idea why. It doesn't work as a parody of the character. Yeah, no, I, no. I don't understand. Because no. James McAvoy. Right. And then this guy. I don't know. Uh, maybe you just test it well with the next... I can't, no. I can't call, not, it, it's I not can't a call it a joke. No. Yeah, it's because no. they go back it's to his place. It's another attempted parody. And this they go back to his house, his and then crib, and then it, and then it turns into a parody of the MTV show Cribs. This is what I call it in this movie, like in these K R I B B S. Yeah, so they, they don't get sued. I guess I don't know. I refer to there these are so parts. many MTV references in this movie. It made me want to kill myself. Yeah, 
I, I timed it out actually. Like the whole cribs thing, like it it, it goes on way too long. Oh, yeah, way too long. Two minutes and twenty three seconds of the same joke where yeah, he's like, it was terrible. Look at my just, yeah, look at my fridge. It's full of like crystal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. crystal. And he's like, I got a TV in in my in my room, TV on my toilet when I piss on it, and I got a TV on my bitch's head when she's giving me a blowjay. And, and it's like no polishing his hoofs. Excuse me. Right. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. And then he's like watching Scarface and all of them, which is weird because he's playing Scarface and all of them. Yeah. Which it's like if right. you're gonna film that scene, why not just do a different actor? Like it doesn't seem that right. difficult, but maybe they just had him in all the makeup. And they're like, all right, just just, just do it. yeah. And it's not even a parody of Scarface. No, they right. legitimately redo the scene of "Say Hello to My Little Friend," and like as a legit, it's not a, even a send up. They actually copy that scene beat for beat because they don't think anybody else has and seen I don't Scarface. Know, they know anything else from that movie. Well, in, in that case, why not just get them to let you? use that scene right. from Scarface. Yeah. Right. And, and I should also mention again because I, I pause the movie and read whenever text comes on because I don't trust these guys to actually work. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, his address is billed in California. So they're not even in another world. They're they're still in the right. continental US. Oh so yeah, fuck these guys. Oh yeah, they specifically refer to California yeah. in that scene. Yeah. 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 And so then like he makes her leave his place because I guess can, they're friends can I, now. Can I just say one thing? Sure. What you got? One so, thing. I'm just saying all the women in his crib, oh, yeah. they don't have hooves. They don't have hooves. No, they have the same floppy ears. Right, but they don't have hooves. But they he, don't have hooves. He's not into his own kind. Like, I will say that they established that. Like, he thinks it's weird for people of the same species to get together. Well, because that's what his parents did. His parents, yeah, his, yeah, his parents were a goat and a, and and a, a human. human. Yeah. And so, yeah. like, he, I guess it makes sense he wouldn't want to get with another fawn, but he also is not heterosexual, as we find but, out. Well, he has a live in partner that we yes, find out. That we yeah. Find out. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, so yeah, he sends her out of his place. He's like, here, like, use this camera. And she goes outside. And was this Mission Impossible? Yep, it's Mission Impossible. Which w- was there a new one that year? Because I I, I don't believe that they would re- parody this movie. Did well, three come out? It? Was three? When, when did three come out? I'm gonna look it up. Wait, when? Wh- what scene is this? This is when she's got those glasses on and she's looking around it and seeing stuff, eye. and it's telling her information. Oh. Uh, yeah, I think it might just be general Mission Impossible. I'm scu- uh, maybe it was three, because like, Philip Seymour Hoffman was in that, and he was pretty hot in, around the I like those 2000s. movies quite yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. And Fast and yeah, Furious. Yeah, 2006. Yeah, fucking so, yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah so uh, it came out in 2006. So, yeah, so it did a Mission Impossible parody, and then it's like, this message will explode in one second, then blows her up. I'm trying to remember what, what all was given to her in the message. It's like the white bitch right. is this evil ruler who is going through Ganarnia. And <laughs> right, because it starts. It, it, it's the G is at G. the beginning, yeah. Yeah, yes. and, and, and like Narnia. trying to kill mm. the daughters of Adam and the sons of Eve or whatever the fuck. And uh, <laughs> I don't remember. That's my favorite. So I don't remember. She's either. Either. sending I all of them. It up. And then they make like a Bush administration, like a lot of Bush administration references they here. They do, it's true. Yeah. And, and they say like the white bitch is developing a WMD because, again, this came out in 2007. Yeah, I can't which I was saying that. Incredibly political. Yeah. For something like this. Right? Yeah. It, it, for, Especially for, for that audience. For the audience that are clearly writing for. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But I mean, that was one of the big keywords. I say they had know, they had a Kanye time. reference That's, in there. They had yeah. So, but it's no, it's like you said. I mean, that weapons of mass destruction was a term we heard constantly during it's that time. It was a buzzword. Yeah. Yeah. It was a buzzword. So they they found a way to throw it into the movie. They didn't care about the actual political ramifications right. of such terms. They just threw it in there because yeah. they knew 
it got said a lot. Uh, so Edward then finds the the now clean wardrobe room, and he enters Gnarnia, and he meets <laughs> uh, the, our villain. The... And can, we should just point out that every time somebody goes through the wardrobe, they get smacked in the face by trees. By the trees, right? So that's in the the first time when Lucy goes through, there's a fucking dry cleaner. A dry bag, cleaning which bag was the stupidest thing I think I've ever seen. I agree. Um, Ooh, and that went on way too long. So, but they get smacked in the face by trees. So that's the joke. There. Yeah, and and he and he gets same thing happens to him, and he gets through, and then he meets the the white bitch. Uh, well, he almost gets run over by a sled. Yes, driven by driven her, by. which is driven by Tony Cox. Yeah, and 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 the white bitch and the white by bitch is uh, he is Jennifer, the chauffeur to Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge, because who, may I just say, I, I love her. To oh death. yeah. Oh yes. And yeah, she she does what she can with the material she's given. Yes, Agreed. but just just to throw this out, I, this is probably the hottest she has ever <laughs> looked oh, in looks yeah. so good. movie. Yeah. and Even I mean, I mean, I mean, and she looks, you know, I mean, she looks good in this first costume, but during the war scene, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, they costumed her beautifully. Yeah, that's one of my high points of this movie. Yeah, yeah. There I'll aren't agree. many, but this yeah, is I'm like, I, who played the white witch? Uh, it was Tilda. Kate, Tilda, Swinton. Tilda yeah. It was Tilda. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. not quite the same. Got nothing. <laughs> Got nothing <laughs> or, on Jennifer Coolidge. Got nothing on <laughs> yeah. Jennifer Coolidge in this movie. Yeah, you know? and basically it's just you know it's like hey, basically like I'll hook up with you if you help me get information on these orphans that are apparently like wandering around Gonarnia, and then she like mm-hmm. then she sucks his finger, which is actually kind of creepy. I'm sorry that like the face no, that was. she makes. Yeah. It was gross. Yeah. So Edward then finds Lucy and then Susan and Peter to show up. They d- we don't get their to show journey. Up. Which, yeah, uh, fine, show fine, up. fine. Because we got the same joke. Yeah, we, we don't need the same joke four times. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're Sam Jackson, apparently. Right. Um, uh, back at uh, Thomas's house, uh, they go back there where it's been ransacked, as in the books. Right. And they meet his partner. Harry Beaver. Yep, it's a beaver. Yeah. It's a beaver puppet. <laughs> puppet! Yay! <laughs> I but, loved this puppet. This puppet yes. was great. Voiced Harry by Cat Williams. Cat Williams voices but, Mr. Beaver. Yes, Mr. Uh, yeah, I'm not calling him that. Is Mr. I uh, uh, so I, I will knock the the puppet for a second because when you first meet him, he enters on like a really bad dolly track because like oh, that's true. <laughs> like yeah, he, he doesn't look like he's he walking glides. at all. He just glides. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But his uh, his his yeah his arms move and his mouth moves and that's... he's very much like the that's the about it. from Caddyshack yeah. yeah the way he moves and, and he tells him that they're all heroes inside especially you Peter and I, well, why didn't they even go for a Caddyshack joke they well, could, I don't they know, totally right? could have made a they, reference to that they 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 aren't right for that because audience. kids in 2007 have no fucking idea no, what Caddyshack that? is. <laughs> No, it's only one of the greatest comedies ever made. Amen. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. So like, he's like, "There's a hero inside all of you, especially you, Peter." And it cuts to like this random flashback oh of P- again. It's like this. They only saw the trailers for these movies because it's the shot from Superman Returns, which came out that year. Oh right. Yeah. Peter in the Superman suit, and it's the guy firing the gun, which you don't even see the bolt action come back when he fires it, which. First of all, fuck you. Right. And, and you see the bullet, and it hits his eyes. In like, slow ah. motion going towards his eye, but then it actually goes into his eyeball. And again, trailer shot. Yeah, it, and that's all it was. Yeah. And he goes, ah, oh, why would you shoot me in the eye? Oh, sorry, man. And that's it. I'm like, really? That was Path of Least Resistance. Mm. They start looking around, and then they, they find this uh, cryptix. Uh, Lucy finds it, and it's the thing from... It's the one from oh, Da Vinci like Code. Da Vinci Code. And, and she opens it with, like, get crunk. 
And and it, so this was weird because like she solves it and then like Susan looks like pissed off and annoyed at her for solving it. Is it because it says get crunk? It's like she didn't pick the password to this thing. I think she gets pissed at her because all she needs to do is pop the top of it. Oh, was that it? Why? Yeah. Okay, I guess. That's yeah, she's because like, because get bullshit. crunk is the code. But then she just stares at it and doesn't know what to do. So Susan grabs it, okay. pulls the it. end off of it, and it has a can top on it, right. and which she then pulls, and that's what actually opens. Okay, yeah, so that's why she was. So the actress who played Susan, I because apologize. Jim amazes a dumb shit in this. I've, I'll go ahead and say it now. the The woman who played Susan, I liked her the most because. All she really had to do was just facial reactions to all of the dumb shit that was happening in this movie. She was a straight yep. character. And they mirrored my facial reactions. <laughs> and yeah. that's why she's my favorite character. Okay, okay. They open the cryptics and they find their birth certificates and it shows that they are all related and all siblings. Yeah, they're... Right, this is the prophecy. This is the prophecy yeah. that their parents are the same. And their parents were killed by the white bitch. And so it's like up to them to save... Gnarnia. Yeah, they are the four that are prophesied to defeat the white bitch and rule Narnia. And yeah. it's at this point that Edward sneaks off to the White Castle, where he where he meets with uh, with the white bitch, mm-hmm. and he tells her everything he knows. He divulges the location, and then it uh, fucking parody of Punked. Oh my god! Was that okay? god, it like was horrible? This thing? I look back like was Punked even relevant back in two thousand seven? Was know. Cribs still relevant in right. 2007? Fair. But this scene went But on see, that's what I'm talking about, is so all the long... MTV references right. I felt even in this. I mean, yes, th- they're dated now, but right. even when this movie came out, I felt those were dated references. Yeah. Truth. Truth. Yes. And this was a horrible, horrible Ashton take Kutcher. on punk. Yeah. It was awful. Yeah, this is another one where I didn't think that, I didn't think the suppression was all that good. No. Like, I didn't it even was, think it was an impression. It yeah. wasn't. It didn't I'm even. like, this guy's not even trying to be Ashton Kutcher. No. no. Okay, so I took it back. I guess not all these were like in this movie. I think no. I'm thinking of two impressions I liked in this movie. I guess. Right, because you know the other one. The the bitch uh, sends the albino after the kids. Now that she knows their location, the kids find Thomas, and as he's like giving them information, like, "Hey, you need to go to this place to train oh, right. to yes. defeat the white bitch." Then the albino starts to attack, and again, it's, he's walking towards them. He's just like doing the yeah, 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 yeah thing, and he's like, "I'll hold them off," and like he's quote unquote killed off screen. Uh, so they get to Hogwarts and. Can I just say, like, so they, they meet Harry Potter and Hermione and Ron and all that shit, like, yes. and they, they make a joke that, like, because they're played by, like, 30 or older, 30 yeah. years or older actors. Harry Potter is played by Kevin McDonald. Yes. Okay. From okay. Kids in the Hall. Yes. That's it. That's it. And that's I have to say, when he, when he turned around yes. and introduced himself, hello, I'm Harry Potter, I lost my shit. Because I love Kevin McDonald's. Because that's the joke, is is that aren't you guys way too old to be playing high school students? Right, which is the only time it's ever referenced about somebody's age, because we never talk about how the orphans are in their 20s, but we're talking about how the actors in Harry Potter are too old. But I was confused about that, like, because again, like, I, I grew up during the Harry Potter movies coming out mm-hmm. to, to some extent like like was that a thing that people talked about with those movies like these kids are too old to be playing high school kids no i didn't think so they were the well, exact because right it, it wasn't it wasn't as obvious during the first you know like two or three movies sure 
because they were the appropriate age. Yeah. But by the time the last one came out, yeah, they were in their twenties. But like, so Daniel Radcliffe, really but it doesn't, Radcliffe it doesn't matter. Like a fucking Hobbit. Like it like, doesn't, it doesn't matter because they were fully accepted as the characters they were playing. Exactly. So no, it was never an issue. I mean, if you want to make that an issue, then let's just reference nine hundred two one zero because right. they were way too old to be playing high school students. Yes. So they're going to Hogwarts to train with Harry Potter to become better fighters. Mm-hmm. Which makes me like wonder again. Two thousand seven. There's not a single Lord of the Rings joke in this entire movie. Yeah, they have to train weird? how to use a sword right. with Harry Potter. Right. Yeah, it makes, yeah. No, fucking it makes sense. no sense. But like, why didn't they like? It's called Epic Movie. In fact, this is two um, years after Return of the King Lucy came out. Lucy is the only one they actually give a wand to. Right, that's correct. And so she's yeah. the only one who actually learns how to use a wand. Everybody else uses weapons. Yeah. yeah. So why? Yeah. Why didn't they? Because they they make fun. It's not like it wasn't a rights thing. They made fun of Gollum and date movie. Why didn't they bring some Lord of the Rings? Like yeah, exactly. Like, uh, you uh, could make this movie so much better. No, I don't want Lord <laughs> of the Rings. Dragged. I mean, I, I'm glad Lord of the Rings was a dragon. I love those films, but whatever. Fuck it. They, yeah, they're training training montage. Cut to Peter because like he was basically thrown into prison by the white bitch after he gave his information away, and he, it's in prison where he meets Jack Swallows, which was the other good impression I thought in this movie. Yeah, I liked it. Yes, that was yeah. Daryl Hammond. Yeah. And, and he, he's in the prison and he breaks Edward out of captivity. Lazy pirate day. I wrote, fuck <sighs> me. Like the Cribs part. Like this is like where you get so, out so of your So now seat, we're making a parody of a Saturday Night Live sketch. Was this a parody of that? Yeah, Lazy Sunday. Oh. Yeah, Lazy Pirate Day. Lazy Sunday. Yeah. With Natalie Portman doing the rapping yeah. portion. Yes, this was a Saturday Night Live sketch. Well, it goes it goes on a minute and thirty five seconds too it long. It goes yeah, on. It's, it's terrible. A minute and thirty two seconds too long. <laughs> it's it's shit. It's so bad. And then like Jack swallows, basically coaxes Edward to tell him where the kids are again, where they're going, and then he's like uh, double crossing you, mates. And then white bitch shows up and she's like, hey, thanks for the information. Then she betrays swallows. She stabs him. The, the kids, but she way, has the weapon of mass destruction with yes. her, and he knocks it into and the it, ocean. It's the crystal from uh, from, from Superman yeah. Returns, right? Yeah. Yes, which they even say like she's her plan is ripping oh, yeah. off yes. Superman Returns, yes, to make her like her own continent or whatever, right? Uh, and the kids, by the way, are actually going to get help from a guy named Aslo, and his they're going to his camp. The kids get to Aslo's camp. Well, you know what? Wherever Jennifer Coolidge is, there has to be Fred Willard. Have to. Well, I was yeah. gonna say have to have first we meet yeah. Borat. Oh yeah, well we do get Borat, which mm-hmm. wasn't bad. I yeah. liked him. I like. It, it, was, a, it was a good. Okay, it was. A it good was a good impression. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, because we do. We get who do we get? We get James Bond. Talladega yeah. oh, Nights. Yeah. yeah. Well, that didn't track. Star Wars and then Bar- Borat. Uh, yeah, because the Chewbacca's there. Right. For no explainable reason. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so then we. Blue. Yeah, yeah, have blue patches. Probably actually. had to probably had to avoid rights. Yeah, I imagine Lucasfilm was probably stricter back then. Right, and uh, Borat just uses the exact jokes he just says in the movie. He makes out with a woman. He's like, "This is my sister. She's the number one prostitute in all of Gnarnia. and that's yeah. okay. Cool. We'll lift that wholesale. Yeah. So yeah, Fred Willard he plays Aslu. Like no no lion CGI nothing. It's just him. With, no, because like, he's a lion. Yeah, he's a lion. Half <laughs> man, half lion. <laughs> Siegfried is his dad. Siegfried and Roy. Yeah. Which is a a reference that these people wouldn't get. That was weird. I was like, (laughs) like, what? And they walk into his tent and he's having sex with some woman and and like she gets out of bed and he's like, hey, come on back in or whatever. And she goes, screw you, Aslo. I'm like, you were just having sex with the guy. You just did that. Why are you? You literally just did that. Yeah. But she's naked. So. Yeah. So boobies. More boobies. Yeah. Yeah. Boobies. 
can I just say, uh, up until this point, I, I didn't write it down, but I, every time it happened, I was like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Lucy repeats everything Susan says. Oh, I was going to bring that okay? up. Okay, and yeah. it's yeah. never explained why. No. Okay, so I finally had to write it down. Why does Lucy repeat everything Susan says? And Susan, again, uh, she's all about facial reactions. I have a theory, reactions. but like I said, we'll talk okay, about it Okay, but later. just know that throughout this movie, after a certain point, uh, Lucy... Randomly, randomly. Right. Lucy repeats everything Susan says. It's never given any context. So yeah, so Aslo agrees to help them break Edward out of prison. He says, if you basically fuck me. Right. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. well I'll help you, but there's one thing you got to do for me. Uh, and, and then it cuts to whatever. Everybody's in bed. And then it cuts back, and they've all had sex with him. It's Lucy, all, it's Susan, all. and Peter. Yeah, Susan. Who says, my butt hurts. No shit. You just got ass fucked by a Lyman. Right, yeah. <laughs> No, the yeah, the Lucy is like that was incredible, and Susan's like that's the best thing that's ever happened to me. And Peter says my butt hurts. So we cut to Aslo storming the prison. It's like this fight scene. He's fighting the albino to break Edward out of prison, and and it keeps cutting back to Fred Willard, who is clearly played by an Asian actor, <laughs> right? The, the Asian stunt man like who is doing Which, all of the fight choreography. Yeah. That, like that was, but that was, like it actually, the camera actually lingers on the stunt man. Yeah. Right. Like if you didn't get it from the fast-paced action that this is a completely different person doing the stunts than Fred Willard, we're going to make it so obvious. He, he breaks Edward out of prison. The kids reunite and leave. Aslo doesn't go with them for some reason. He just hangs behind for, so that the white bitch can kill him because that's what she does. Right. Mm -hmm. And it, this isn't like direct of uh, Lion Witch and Wardrobe because he doesn't come back. You just never see him again because right. Fred Willard had shit to do. Right. So they go back to the camp and everyone's like oh, bummed that Aslo's dead. But they're like, hey guys, before we attack the white bitch's army, let's party. And so they get some rock band to play. Is it not? Is this a name band? I don't know. I have no idea who it yeah, was. I, who, this is my hobo in the barn. The band? This, this, <laughs> the band? <laughs> the band. This is like your weenie. Nice. They are the eagles of death metal, you guys. They are legit. Are they? Oh, okay. And they were the best part of this fucking movie. Had you heard of them? No, they were great. I, I mean, they band. were completely into it. Yeah, they were phenomenal. I've, and I've I would have put Harry this. Beaver as my hobo, but they were the most committed and the most true part of this movie they are my hobo of the barn i had to look them up because i was like what the fuck these are real musicians they are yeah. really playing and this is a really good song who are they eagles of Death okay Metal. okay nice <laughs> i like it cool yeah so yeah this band is playing this party and like everyone's like drinking and shit like that like they're like susan's like i don't want to drink but then lucy and and edward talk her into it then she starts drinking. She funnels. She hits it hard and I guess just starts projectile vomiting. And then projectile vomits all over the place. Every, yeah, everywhere. And it's just an extended sequence of blah, Which blah, blah. Which was funny in Team America, but it was not funny um, here. It was funny when the originators of this joke did it in Meaning of Life. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's a wafer thin. It's can only I, a wafer thin. Cannot eat another bite. Yeah. So yeah. then that, and then it was funny in Team America. And Family but it Guy. Was not right in Family Guy. It is not funny here. And meanwhile, while this dumbassery is happening, Peter makes eyes with Mystique, Carmen Electra, and they go off to fuck. Do we want to talk about that scene? Do we have to? Do we no. have to? Let's no. skip it. Let's skip it. No. We don't need to. Oh don't my have god, to talk you guys. About it. yeah. It's just terrible. Yeah, don't worry about it, guys. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, so they wake up the next morning and the camp is abandoned because I guess they say that Susan. No, don't say it. Don't say it. Huh? Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, okay. So the camp's abandoned. 
No, it's the camp's not abandoned as they show up on the battlefield and no one else shows up with them. You see the white bitch's army, they show up and it's it's so inconsistent because a couple times it's a wide shot and you'll see like CGI soldiers in the back, but then like every time it shows a close up, you'll see like a dozen people behind her. Her army even includes stormtroopers, which again, I'm surprised they could afford the yeah. likeness of this. I mean, there's got to be something that they had to pay to get the rights to that imagery, right? I don't know. I would imagine so. But of all of the imagery from Star Wars we ever see, I think the stormtrooper is the most common. I guess so. Well, but there's just there's just four of them, and they are in costume. But yeah. that's it's just that visual gag, and that's it. The army attacks, and the kids basically get their asses whooped. Yes. Like, like oh yeah, and you're like you They're see like the dying. four of them going, and that you have this wall of an army coming at them. Epic music is playing, and the battle is about to commence, and then immediately, like, axe to the chest, arrows in the chest. God, no, Susan has more arrows in her than fucking Boromir. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> it's, it's rough. Yeah. And so Peter, I guess, he's, like, left, and, like, he, he tries to attack the white bitch, and then she just knocks him aside. And he lands, and, like, he just finds the fucking remote. Remote from Click. Click. Which, yeah. why would these this... people, again, this is a reference, I don't think this audience would have seen this movie. I really don't. Think, I don't understand don't what this movie has to do. If the whole point is that they're making fun, they're doing parodies of epic films. Why would Click be a part of? Because this it came out around all. that time. Yeah, but, but like, it doesn't make any. It's sense. It's an Adam Sandler movie. Of course, the audience have seen that movie. I, I don't know that this was as popular as some of his other stuff. I don't know. I never saw it. I loved it. I loved Click. You didn't like Click. I, I thought it was worse than this movie. Really? Yeah. Ooh, they make I, up a function that remotes don't do just so he could have a conflict. Well, no, I understand that. That's but bullshit. But then in this one, why didn't he just fucking rewind? Wait, wait, what? In this. Well, I mean, they kind of do. Well, he just stops. No, everything. he just pauses. Yeah, yeah. he just pauses it. So, but it, yeah, it was just a weird thing. Wow, we're gonna have to talk about click. We're, one we're, of these we're days. gonna talk about <laughs> click. Yeah. Because like he, yeah, he picks up the remote from fucking click and then he presses pause. Freezes everyone around him except for the kids. I guess they get up and they just start. It's a montage of them just like slicing and dicing all. But the, then, the, yeah, but it, it doesn't explain how he brings them back to life. It pauses the no, entire it does, it does. white bitches he army. He, he, he presses a button that says heal all heal. wounds. Oh, yeah, I yeah. Didn't see right. that? Are you glad? Are you are you glad you know that now? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I must I must have been busy rolling my eyes. <laughs> Or uh, looking at the button that said T-V-O, yeah. T-E-E-V-O. Which I, I also call bullshit on the whole uh, pausing time thing because you see like their capes and shit moving in the background. Yes. Like It's and like they're like They're, they're holding. just standing. Right. They're like, just you see them quivering. Yeah. Yeah. So they just start mowing them all down. And for some reason, they, they the only one they haven't cut down is the white bitch because you just see her in the background. And she has to stand back there a long time. Long time. Yeah. Why didn't a single one of them take a swipe at her while before they started reconvening? Because they get back together... Well, like, because he starts to explain why. Yeah, but like you think, like in the moment, uh, whatever. She, she needs to live to, towards the end. I get it, but right. They try to justify not killing her because she deserves to stand trial. But you've just literally killed her entire a army. dozen right. to several hundred people, depending on which shot you're depending looking at. Depending on which shot, yeah. Right. So it's like killing her is going too far. No, they're going to start a tribunal and they're going to hold her accountable, accountable for all of her actions. And then, yeah. Well, and then. What what does happen? Jack swallows. Oh, fucking shit. Runs oh her we over never. With his oh, well, we didn't mention that to begin because we see him just before this. He comes back and it's like he's he's on the wheel from the second Pirates movie and when he shows up on the wheel saying he's going to get his vengeance on her, she has a it Davy cuts Jones back mask. to her and she has the the Davy Jones octopus face thing. <laughs> 
but then but then it cuts to her like pulling an actual octopus off her face and then she throws it on him yeah and then he can't see so he veers off and misses completely but i guess he u-turns and then he, he disappears yeah. then we have the battle and then while peter is giving this speech of how they're going to bring her to justice we see her frozen in the background and then the wheel comes through and, and smushes and her. Yeah. And that's how she dies. She and the day is saved. They're ruling as Kings and Queens. Now when we get to an epilogue, I guess, uh, cause they're now old people again, like in the book and they, they're pissing on a coat. Cause that's funny. Well, they're, they're all riding in the snow. All with four of P. them. All yeah. Four they're of them. all standing up. Edward has dementia or something. Yeah, that was weird. He, it was weird. And so he was the only one who really couldn't form full sentences and wasn't... I, yeah, so I don't know what they were trying to do there, but it was um, ineffective. But then they put... One of them puts the coat on. Lucy. Lucy. On, yeah, because they're pissing on a coat. Yeah, yeah because she was... On. Yeah, they, cool. they were pissing on the coat. They they wipe it off and realize, oh, wait, this is where the wardrobe was that we yeah. came through. And they go back in. She puts the coat on, completely covered in piss. Yeah. Uh, and then they walk through the woods, and then they all... Bust out of the wardrobe, young again, young again, back in the factory, and, and Borat's there, and he's like, "What does he say? Like, end of movie, whatever." And that's it. <laughs> Not, that's it. yeah, and then and then we get some bloopers during the credits that weren't very good. Again, like the last time. Oh no, I I disagree. I said the outtakes like, were funnier than any attempted joke in this entire movie. Yes, uh. I agree. I mean, I, I, I didn't say they were good. I, I just said they were funnier. I, I like the one with Jennifer Coolidge sucking the chrome. Was well, she did ask, you know, like, am I, am I sucking, sucking the chrome, the chrome off of it? Yes. What? Yeah. And and that's it for the fucking movie. So let's uh, let's go ahead, take a break, and come back with some trivia. And we're back. Okay, so let's go into some trivia. Did you guys dig anything up on this guy? I did. What'd you get? Uh, Jamie Mays and Adam Campbell are married in yeah. real life, so I thought that was kind of sweet. They met on set with this one, didn't they? Yeah, I think yeah. so. And the the high school where they shoot the X Men part is the same high school used in the movie Grease. Yeah, it's Rydell High. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's what I got. Cool. Me, I dug up. Uh, I mean, directed by Freeberg and Seltzer again. Those two asshats of filmmaking. The budget was twenty million dollars, and the gross was worldwide eighty-six point eight million dollars. Got some Razzies uh, nominated. They get no wins. It was nominated for worst remake or ripoff, and it lost to I Know Who Killed Me. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. The Lohan, the Lindsay Lohan, the Lohan Vanity Lindsay. Project. Oh, yeah. Okay, fair. Uh, the 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 dark times of her career. Worst screenplay lost to I Know Who Killed Me. Worst supporting actress for Carmen Electra, and she lost to Eddie Murphy in Norbit. Oh no! Yeah, and that's, that's fair. Yeah, and this movie apparently wasn't screened for critics. Well, that's not surprising. Oh, yeah. none of them. Probably because I couldn't find any to come see it. Zip, did you dig anything up on this? Fuck no. I wanted nothing else to do with this film. Monobrow, monobrow. King wants a monobrow. All right, so best line, worst <laughs> line. Or we're, we're doing this a little bit differently for this one. We're going to do either best line, worst line, or best joke, worst joke. Did you guys have a way you swung with that? I have a best line and a worst line. So we didn't talk about the Mel Gibson moment. Oh, yeah. yeah. This impression was phenomenal. It was. I yes. forgot about that one. And it absolutely was. He was very close to my hobo because everything he said 
was true. And I cannot do this any justice. But yeah. Edward's just asking him, like, how's it going? He's in the jail with him. Right. And in his Australian action, which I can't do, Mel Gibson just goes, you know, glug, glug, vroom, vroom. and it is so beautiful i had to rewind and watch it three times it was so so good i can tell you why that joke is so good why they didn't write it oh right yeah yeah oh oh okay oh shit there we go the simpsons okay so so that is This is our this is Jason our our sound and mixer Super. by the way Sorry. so yeah no no, no, no. don't apologize gotcha. but that was my favorite like seriously I watched that multiple times wow. that was my best line Zip what wow. about you the night after the party and they show up at the battlefield and no one else has shown up to fight with them that that's well, they look around and someone asks well where is everybody and Edward's response is well maybe it had something to do with Susan puking on everyone last night. Not a great line in itself, but I legitimately laughed out loud to that line because it caught me off guard. I'm like, you know what? He's right. He's right. I bet it does have something to do with that interminably long projectile vomiting scene. Amen. Yeah. It's when Edward meets the white bitch, and, and, and I feel embarrassed laughing about this, but it's she's like, you should come to my white castle, and then it cuts to like an actual white castle, and then it cuts back to to Cal Penn, who's playing this guy, and he says, White Castle, I feel like I've been there before. Yep. Like, all right. It, you know was, what? it was a good line. It had to be yeah. there. Yeah. I, liked it. I honestly, I think that joke works for me now because it's so dated. Yeah, so worst joke or worst line, Adina? For me, and I can't remember when this occurred, but there's a line that says, beat me like Bobby beats Whitney. And then in parentheses, it says, allegedly, and that's where I wrote, fuck you. That's when I got a little... Yeah, that sucked. Yeah. Uh, my worst line was was actually any time that Lucy repeated Susan. God, um, and and it's it starts when they first get to the factory and then intermittently happens. It, it, it's never consistent, but it happens throughout the rest of the film. But there is no explanation. There is no payoff there is right. no punchline. There is no reason for why she just repeats what Susan says. And every time they do it, it's the same reaction. Susan just looks at her like, I just said that, and then we move on. She never says anything about and it. And she never actually does anything about it. Because yeah. right. I thought this is all culminating into a slap something. Like a comic there's going to be a punchline or there's going to be something. And there never was. There isn't. Nothing ever happens. But there were one or two times where there was a reaction to what was said, but not until Lucy said it, which makes me think, I don't know, but I'm not putting it past them. The punchline is that no one takes it seriously until the white woman says it. That like hurts. I said, it, it may be a stretch. I may be pulling it strings just because I needed some sort of explanation. Oh, my God. But there were once or twice where once Lucy said it, then someone actually reacted to it. Dude. But they did not react when Susan now said it. Now I'm super fucking right. pissed. Now, it's not the first time. Because the first time it happens is just when they're all four right. locked in the bedroom right, right, right. at the factory. And it's just one of those, she's just repeating she's just it. Repeating shit. And we don't know why. But once they're in Gnarnia... There are certain times where that made me think, I'm like, is this really the joke? Or am uh, I just reading too much into this? Yeah. God. I, I, my, my worst line was the same one for the same reasons. Yeah. So, 
It's, I, I mean... Yeah, I didn't put as much thought into why as you did. I, I didn't put that together, which... that well. Like I said, I may be completely wrong, but... God. I, like I said, I, I also would not put it past them. <laughs> Moving along to our next section, our new section, Would You Rather... So let's go ahead and kind of talk about like what this is, I guess, since this is our first one. Makes sense. Yeah, the um, we, we kind of decided to give up on the, the drinking game just because we figured now that we're halfway through the list, there is not going to be a single movie that does not want to make us drink anyway. So instead of trying to come up with reasons, you know, we don't need a reason to drink. We just we're watching the movie. The thought came into my mind that we, we've actually kind of done this a couple of times. We teased it in one of our previous episodes. We, we did. And that's sort of what got me thinking about it is sometimes a movie is so bad you wish you could get that time back or I could have been doing one of many other things than wasting my time on this film. So I thought, well, why not come up with some good examples uh, of what we would rather be doing than ever to have to watch this movie again? So during our last special uh, episode where we reviewed the second group of 25 films that we reviewed, some of our reasoning for why we listed them where we did is that we wouldn't mind watching them again. But there are some that I would never, ever want to see again in the history of my lifetime. So... If we run across those while we're going through this next set of films, uh, we might be able to come up with some alternate activities that we would rather do than uh, watching said film again. So that got me thinking, what would I rather do instead of having to watch Epic Movie again? I honestly would rather watch Date Movie again than to have to watch Epic Movie again because, not because I want to, but because I legitimately had reactions to that movie. This movie just left me staring cold at the screen. Yeah. Because it wasn't funny, the jokes were either repetitive or stupid, and it just, it's not worth it. It was a waste of time. But at least with Date Movie, I got pissed off. I had a reaction. It made me feel something. That movie. Even though it's horrible. But still, wait for a disaster movie. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, what would I rather do? Uh, in this case, um, then watch this movie again. I, I would rather scissor a cheese grater. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, uh, I think I know what that means, but I... That seems a little extreme. We'll have a talk after that. Okay. Look, after doing what is our, f this is our 51st film. Yep. Right. Yes. So I think I've become desensitized a little bit to some mm -hmm. of the stuff. This, this movie did not enrage me in the least, but now your explanation for the, the <laughs> repetition. Yeah enrages me you know I, I there are lots of things i could do instead but the thing first thing that came to mind is um i used to have to give fluids to our cat under her skin and that was extremely unpleasant for her and for me so i would do that instead of watching this oh again God. yeah wow. <laughs> we had like a really interesting spectrum <laughs> of like our decision. needed it or yeah. not <laughs> sorry mean, cat when she was sick so wow yeah. okay yeah, there you go <laughs> Oof. What did this movie do right for you guys? Well, for me, the, I thought the costumes for Jennifer Coolidge in particular, they were great. I loved her costumes. Okay. 
I thought some of the music use was good. Um, Eagles of Death Metal, My Hobos in a Bar. <laughs> some of the outtakes, again, were funny. Mm-hmm. And some of the set pieces were good. They t- made some effort on some of the stuff. On some of them, yeah. Uh, but like the costume for Jack Swallows, the helmet for Magneto. I mean, mm-hmm. there were itty bitty details that I thought, oh, that there was some thought put into this. But that's that's it. But and we can rest assured in the comfort of knowing that those thoughts were brought by the actual designers, and not the writers and directors. Right, of this right, 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 right. Yes, yeah, yeah. It, this was this is sort of a love hate thing. What I think they got right was, was for the most part, the cast. They cast some delightful comedic actors in Agreed. this film. The problem is the material was far beneath the actors in this film. I love Jamie Mays, Cal Penn, Fred Willard, Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, Daryl I, 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 I mean, all those other people. And the people who did Hermione, like I like the actor actress who played Hermione quite a lot. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I agree. It was a great comedic cast that had absolute shit to work with. Amen. And they did what they could, but I think even in some scenes you can tell they're just like, I have no idea what's happening right now, so I'm just going to yeah. stand here and pretend like... I know what's happening. Uh, and then to, to bring it back, the uh, albino monk who was named Silas, which is the name of oh. the albino monk in, in the Da Vinci Code, yes. in this movie was played by an uncredited... Dan Brown? Kevin Hart. Well, that explains how I was so short. Yes. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. That blows my mind Not right the now. first movie yeah. on our list we've seen him in. If I'm going to give this movie any props, it would, uh, jumping off of your reasons of like feeling nothing on it and mm-hmm. whatnot, I thought the pacing was fine. Because like when I watched this, like compared to other movies, it's a lot of stupid shit to like actually get through. But yes. I felt like it was as over almost as quickly as it began. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And for a movie that just relies on like rapid fire jokes, I think that's a part of why it's just you know it's it's not dense. It's not like a whole lot of exposition. It's just like moving on, moving on, moving on. So right. with the, with the exception of a few scenes that could have used a little editing. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah like like the whole yeah. pirates, the lazy pirate day, yeah, and it like just that. went way too long. And yeah. cribs, Punks. like yeah, that yeah. drag. The nacho saying it for forty five seconds yeah, straight. Dumb. Yeah, it's dumb. Well, uh, and and that being said, Zip, we need to give this uh, a rating on the flaming cinematic turd meter. For those exact reasons that you just said, it's uh, it, it is it is a fairly quick watch. Um, nothing really jumps out as really funny, but at the same time, you know, I mean, it's cringeworthy, but not like I had to stop and walk away. The really, my biggest issue with it is the, the thing we've talked about several times before is there is a time and place for potty humor and they just went overboard in this movie with the sewer line, with the projectile vomiting. It's like, oh, come on. What makes it funny is not that you keep doing it over and over again. It's 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 all in the timing, um, but apart from that, it really yeah, it just okay. That's a movie that happened, and now I can go take a shower and feel better. So uh, yeah, so that being said, uh, I'm just gonna give this one a two. That might be the best ring we've given one of the the purity movies so far. Yeah. We haven't gotten to disaster movies. Yes, we know we haven't. <laughs> we'll be waiting for a little while on that one. Oh yeah. All right, well, that's it for another episode of It Came From The Bottom. Once again, brought to you by Head Games Entertainment, your ultimate source for digital series, podcasts, and more. Once again, I am Jack. I'm Zip. I'm Adina. Next time, it's the room, y'all. Tangent eliminated. Meet the Spartans was called Sparta Tui in France. <laughs>
You know what? I actually appreciate that's, that title that, better that, than Meet the Spartans. It, it, it seems more intelligent. Yeah. 